We want to take this time to thank all of our listeners and let us know that you guys are listening. Give us a like and a subscribe to our podcast on Spotify and Apple Podcasts or wherever you guys are listening. All right, with us today, we have Keandre Jones. Welcome, Keandre. It's a pleasure to have you. Anything you want to say? Uh, thank you for having me. You know, uh, just to read off some, uh, some intro for uh, Keandre. Um, Keandre here um, played at Good Council High School. And then, um, you know, alma mater here, big fan. Uh, then, we went, then we went to um, University of Ohio State and then transferred to University of Maryland and now is currently with the Bengals practice squad. Um, so read off some accolation or accolades coming out. So he was a five-star recruit, according to ESPN. Um, they had him ranked the number three outside linebacker. Um, so Keandre had all the accolades coming out. Uh, Under Armour All-American, um, went 10-2 and two with an amazing junior year with a great team, unfortunately fell short to the math, the team in the championship. Um, the senior year led the good council Falcons with Bob Malloy to a seven, four team leading the, leading the team with 119 tackles, four sacks, two interceptions, both for touchdowns, all, all state consensus pick. I mean, I, the list goes on. I could, I could be here for the next couple of minutes reading these, but um, I guess to start off, what was it like coming out of high school with being such a heavily recruited player? Obviously, you know, you know, attending a good council, this, uh, a lot of talent, um, a lot of pressure. Um, for me, uh, specifically, it wasn't because uh, nobody knew. Nobody knew who I was. Nobody knew what they were getting. So, uh, obviously, I had to put my head down and just grind it out. Mm-hmm. And um, I looked up to the older guys like you, uh, Dorian, Stefan Diggs, Kendall Fuller. I mean, we like you said, the list can go on uh, of the talent that we had at Good Council. So, uh, the expectations were always high, and um, I knew that going in. Uh, playing freshman football, I wasn't, I wasn't a varsity starter right away. So uh, that just shows you that the amount of talent we had at Good Council. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it was um, it was definitely something to be said. I mean, coming in there, you know, in the off season, every Tuesday, Thursday, you had college coaches just to look at your workouts. You know, I mean, it was it was absurd. You know, the, the expectations were there, but the exposure was great. And um, there's a lot of talent that comes out there. And it, it's nice to see them in the league. And it's definitely transpiring down to the generation. It's nice to see that. So, Keandre, I got a question for you. Um, I think you're being a little humble with your abilities. I remember watching you in 2014 <laughs> against McNamara at Navy at um, Navy Stadium. And you were far and away the best player on the field. Like, just – it was the eye test. You passed all – checked all the boxes. But when did you realize – at what point in your life did you realize that you could – really compete at the highest level and, you know, um, just pursue the NFL or like, when did it become like a legitimate, you know, dream of yours? I think, like you said, uh, competing was my, my number one goal, you know, entering high school with guys that, uh, I, I looked up to, which were, you know, the, the great talents. Like once again, like I said, like stuff on this, Daniel Daniel, Kenneth Fuller, like how do you compare yourself or how do you fit in and compete with those guys? Mm-hmm. And, um, it's like chasing like greatness. And for me, it was always me versus me. So I never was in competition with anyone else. I didn't, it didn't matter what anybody else was doing around me. So uh, when it came to picking my college, like uh, Ohio State, I knew right away they won a natty. It was coming off a national championship. I mean, who wouldn't want to go to the best school? You know, at the time, good counsel was the best school when I was entering yep. high school. So I went to good counsel. Mm-hmm. So it made sense to go to the best college, mm-hmm. which was Ohio State, you know? Take that and next this step. Is, uh, 
yeah, <laughs> take that next step. So uh, to build off of that, Keandre, um, what was the most surprising or biggest surprise or most interesting story that you had from recruiting? Because I know you had, I mean, fam, you probably had mail coming out the wazoo, you know. I don't know. Can we can we talk about that right now? So, I, mean, <laughs> 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 I don't, I don't want to get anybody. Nah, uh, nah, it, it's, it's so many stories. Um, I mean, this the one story that sticks out the most is just my, my trip leading up to Ohio State. Um, I'm big. I'm a, my mom, I have a single mother and I'm big on, you know, just, you know, making sure my mother is comfortable and, you know, mm-hmm. she, she has a say so and just a little bit of what I do. Mm-hmm. Uh, I want to say I jumped off the porch, like when I was 11, like 11 years old or 12, you know, you know my story, you know what's up. So like I was living, I was living with different families and stuff and I kind of felt like I was a grown man. So making my college decision, I did I told my mom, I was like, this is all me. Like I'm gonna make my decision. But when it ultimately came down to it, I kind of wanted her consent. Like, hey, mm-hmm. like, I'm about to go here. Like, are you comfortable with that? Right. Just a and, stamp um, of approval. Her influence. Yeah, you know, you know, just her, her grace. And um, I took her to Ohio State. Just her first time going to a big college, like, you know, mm-hmm. traveling really out of state and seeing, you know, going through this recruiting process with me. Um, And she's all amazed by the, you know, the trophies, the field, Ohio State campus. I mean, like we never been on a college campus together and she, I was taking through this journey, you know, with me. And um, I was more concerned about how she felt, you know, like me leaving home because this is my first time leaving home for the first time, even though I was out the house already, you know, not staying with her because mm-hmm. of, you know, sports and stuff and traveling back and forth. Um, this is my first time leaving state. So she was mm-hmm. worried. She was concerned. And I was concerned, too, because, like I said, I love my mother to death. I want her to shoot sure. me you know, accomplish all my goals right in front of her. So um, right. uh, it just it just felt like the right decision. Like once I got her grace and we sat in Coach Meyer's office and, um, you know, I, I looked to her, uh, looked to my side and she was right there uh, sitting down with me in Coach Meyer's office. And I asked, I was like, do you, are you comfortable with me being here? And she was like, it's your decision. So when she said that, it was, no, it was a no brainer. I was like, okay, I'm, I'm, I'm going to Ohio State. <laughs> yeah, with Urban Meyer on the other side of the table, you know, that's that's got to exactly. influence you a little bit, right? <laughs> it definitely did. He's definitely a, uh, one of the best recruiters, I would say. Oh, yeah. That's awesome. Um, to tie back into that, um, I'm not sure how true this this is, but did did you and you decommitted from Maryland, right? And then committed to that's Ohio that, State. That, yeah, that's that's very true. <laughs> yeah, I, I remember true. I remember that hurt me. You know, me and Zach. Both Unfortunately, it was you and Dwayne. It was you, you and, and Dwayne. Dwayne. Man, a lot was... of, let's just let's just clear the air right now. A lot of people are saying Dwayne committed to Merlin first and like he did commit it first. I don't even so the one person that was uh committed to Merlin at the time was uh Lorenzo Harrison, mm-hmm. a great running back um for our rival school, Dematha. Dematha, yeah. And um I want to say I was like the third, I guess like you know, uh next talent to come, you know, come commit to Merlin. And then Dwayne came. Like everybody thinks I was following Dwayne. Nobody was following Dwayne. <laughs> set the record straight, everybody. Yeah, Dwayne's from New Jersey originally. <laughs> yeah, he's not even from. He's not even from the DMV. <laughs> he went to Bullets but, too. Yeah, he went to Bullets. So that should, should already tell you. But nah, yeah. it's all love with my boy. Me and Dwayne were roommates at Ohio State. So um, mm. but yeah, I originally committed first before Dwayne, and I originally decommitted first before Dwayne. So. For 
for anybody that thinks I was following Dwayne, I wasn't. No, you set your own record. Uh, what made you decide, you know, ultimately to decommit and go to Ohio State? I know you were saying earlier, you know, just the feel of it and like your mom's approval yeah. and everything kind of helped. But what kind of yeah, ultimately um, decided? It was uh, like you said uh, about the compete, competing, mm-hmm. um, uh, the competition. I seen that it was so much talent, and um, I wanted to challenge myself as a player. Like um, competing against those different, you know, guys, top level that, guys uh, in the country. Yeah, the five stars, whatever you want to call it. At the end of the day, it didn't matter how many stars I had. I knew <laughs> it was gonna it was gonna take hard work and dedication to get to where I'm at right now. You know. Right. Uh, sure. So building off of that, uh, Keandre, like, so you were saying, like, the competition. What's like the culture like in those type of settings, like in the locker room or just like you know, practices, et cetera. Like obviously competitions at a high level and everybody's getting for their spot, but at the end of the day, everybody's brothers, right? Yeah. It's a, it's a grind. It's a grind getting to a point to where you're trying to, you know, become a starter and you're so used to having all these accolades. Like you were saying earlier, like I didn't care about the accolades. It wasn't about, uh, it it was basically like, what have you done for me lately? You know? Mm -hmm. And, uh, each day was different. So you had to bring your a game every day. And that's what I did. Um, through special teams, through defense, whatever I could do just to contribute to the team. Uh, and it was to show, like, the coaches, like, it's bigger than just me. You know what I'm saying? I'm all about the team. So, like, whatever I had to do to contribute and help out the team, that's what I, I was doing, whether it was with my hard work or whether it was with me starting on special teams or whatever the case was, I was comfortable with. But I also wanted more for myself. So, um, yeah. That's awesome. Yeah, just constantly driving and – pushing to get better every day that's that's what it's all about and that's why you would go to a school like ohio state um i was gonna ask what the major difference was between ohio state and maryland but obviously it's the competition and you know yeah. playing against five stars <laughs> so i'll move past let's, that let's not, nah let's not throw maryland no yeah come on no, no, no doubt. School. well that was working into my next question what ultimately yeah. made you decide to come back home man because you did come back home <laughs> come back home last year you know there's no there's no place like home and uh, i really do believe that um that's why i committed so early because I was comfortable mm-hmm. being around my family and friends. It's nobody's going to show you as much love as your hometown. And I understood that with my mom being so close to, uh, I had a lot of personal things going on uh, with my mom, uh, as far as like deaths in the family and stuff. So I want to be close. You know, you want to mm-hmm. be there to support your family. You never want to be away that long. So uh, it just made my decision more easier too. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Especially because. Lo- you- Sorry, you can go. No, nah, you're fine. No, Right. Especially because Loxley's there. It was nice oh, to come yeah, back to Loxley. Yeah, a familiar sure. face. A familiar face. A guy that's from yeah. here. So it just made everything easier, man. The transition was easy. And uh, I'm just glad I had the opportunity to come back. And, mm-hmm. you know. That was nice to hear. Because it did hurt me when you when you originally decommitted. So when you come when you came back, man, like I gotta say, I was I was pretty pumped because watching you in high school and everything, you know. <laughs> I'm glad we get to have this conversation though, because a lot For of sure. people don't know, you know, what was going on behind the scenes. Uh, and like I said, uh, you know, guys, a lot of people have this uh, different perception. perspective. About, yeah, perception about the uh, transfer portal. Mm-hmm. Um, whether it's you know lack of playing time, which I did have a lack of playing time. But that ultimately wasn't my deciding factor right. in, in transferring. I also had three different coaches. And yeah. anybody that plays this game knows, you know, when you a new coach comes in, he's looking for – yeah, he's looking for his new guys. And uh, whether I was that guy or not, um, I just felt like it was more comfortable to say, hey, if a coach can get up and leave me, that recruited me, 
you know, shout out to my coach that did recruit me, uh, Coach Fickle at Cincinnati. But it just, I just felt like if they can leave, why not give us the option to, you know, leave too and decide our, you know, our future. Mm-hmm. So, um, a lot of things play into transfer, man. Like I said, uh, off the field stuff that you can't, things that you can't control. And um, no yeah, like I said, coaching. Did um, did they change the the transfer rule around that time too? If the transfer yeah, portal, it, you didn't was, have to sit out, right? It was crazy how it happened because honestly, I wasn't even. My first thought was not transferring, you know, until I read about it, looked more into it, and um, understood because there's it's rules to when you have to transfer. Like, mm-hmm. like mm-hmm. you said, you have to sit out and stuff. But like I said, uh, I was dealing with a lot of stuff off the field. So um, I was able to, you know, make the decision and uh, it was worked out, you know, to my favorite. I got, I got accepted and uh, was able to play my, my last year of college football. Yeah, that's awesome. The player mobility is really starting to shift in uh, the right direction, I think, in terms of college and players being able to go, you know, where they fit. Because like you said, it's yeah. not all just about the on the field stuff. There's a lot of off the field stuff, too, that impacts it. And that's a really good point too. You, the coaches that recruited, they they come and go like the wind in the college. So it, it's, it's frustrating. It's, it's frustrating. Yeah. Man. Oh yeah. Mm-hmm. I agree. It's like going to a job that you you know I'm about to work with this guy, and then all of a sudden he gets a raise. He's somewhere else. You're like, yeah. okay, man, I'm stuck here by myself. Right. <laughs> I think a lot of people can relate to that. Yeah. <laughs> Fact. Um, so just kind of moving into more like professional questions. What? So with COVID this year, obviously you're a rookie this year and things, you know, you, you don't know what it was like pre-COVID, but what is like the protocol like been in terms of, you know, being a member of the practice squad? Like, are you on a standby basis, ready to go? Do you have to quarantine? You know, like, can you tell us a little bit about like the protocols and stuff? Yeah, absolutely. Uh, the new protocol for COVID for practice squad players, we get tested every day. Mm-hmm. Can't travel uh, unless, you, you know, they bring you up uh, to away games. What else? Uh, I mean, every week is kind of like different because this COVID mm-hmm. is so new. Yeah, it's moving, we're still, constantly yeah, evolving. Yeah, it's constant moving, evolving. Uh, it, honestly, we're adjusting on the fly. Like every week is different. But uh, the basics, like you said, uh, the traveling, we can't really travel with the team as much unless you get activated. Um, away, uh, home games, for us personally, we can't be on the sidelines. So it's like, I'm watching the game. I'm 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 anxious to get out there and be out there with mm-hmm. my guys because you work so hard during practice and you just seeing you know you seen it on TV. So it's frustrating not being out there on the sideline, you know, with your guys. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, th- th- those are the basic things right now: testing every day and uh, not being able to travel with the team. Uh, it sucks. Yeah, but, that's gotta that's gotta suck a lot, especially if you're grinding all week with them. You at least want to you know be out there with your boys for sure. Yeah, yep. yeah, but. Um, so I got a question. So um, after college, you know, you're a free agent. Can you tell us like what the process was of finding an agent and how did you find someone you could trust? Like, you know, who could get you where you needed to go? I like how you use trust. Um, trust is very important to me because at the end of the day, it goes a long way. You know, who you feel comfortable with, who you, you know, has your best interest. And uh, the agency I signed to was uh, this agency called the Sports Entertainment Group uh in dc located in dc which is home once again <laughs> uh made it easier made me you know more comfortable with the decision uh, obviously uh being from maryland i haven't watched in dc right there uh it just worked in my favor and mm-hmm. um 
they're a all black agency too. You just want to be around people, you know, with the same 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 color as you. Just it just makes you more comfortable sometimes. Not because mm-hmm. me going to a predominantly uh, white school, you know, what I'm saying, which I had a good time. Don't get me wrong, but at the same time, you just want to be around familiar faces. So it, you know, sure. I love I love I love my folks. I love my people, but at the same time, like it just made everything way easier. It made me feel more comfortable because mm-hmm. I knew that these people had the best interests at heart. And um, we, and we're, we're still together. We're still yeah. we're still together. I think it's almost been a year. I want to say that's crazy how time flies, boy. <laughs> it's Congratulations on that. You're coming up on a year. He's <laughs> already been a professional been, athlete, man. My, my mom sent me a, a picture when I first signed. So I was like, wow, like I signed that long ago. Like, it, But it, it moved like so quick. Mm-hmm. So um, that agency I signed with, uh, Guys like Stephon Diggs is on there. <laughs> I keep mm. repeating Steph's name, but like, uh, Daniel, that's that's, think, that's trust. I mean, that's you know, that's you know, the older people from GC just letting you know. I mean, yeah. if they can go yeah. there, why wouldn't you? Time back yeah. in, that, trusting where you feel comfortable. Yeah, yeah. So Stephon Dorian is on there. Dorian Daniel for his Kansas City Chiefs. Um, I'm trying to remember who else is on this uh, agency. Is Kendall with him? Kendall is not, but um, I want to say he's yeah. Kendall is not. I can't remember. I can't remember y'all. So many people in this age. Oh yeah. <laughs> oh, I can only those, imagine. Those are the big. Those are the big names that I know. Yeah, you know, I mean on, that's important stuff. <laughs> I'm a little fish compared to them, but uh. <laughs> oh hey man, I'm come gonna, on, come I'm on. You still not give it? You know you, you want you head in the right direction for sure. We're definitely <laughs> yeah. That's the plan. That's your plan. ability, man. Like we know we know what you got in store for them. Absolutely, absolutely. I appreciate you. For sure, for sure. Um, so, you know, you're in practice every day and you're around the team. Um, what was, what's been the overall psyche like when a te- when your team loses a player to the caliber of Joe Burrow and a leader like that in the locker room, you know? I mean, he's obviously still around the team, but hurting his knee and not, you know, being able to play every day, how has that impacted, like, the psyche of the team? I was fortunate enough to play with Joe at Ohio State. That's right. So, so losing Joe... Um, I know his work ethic. I know how hard, you know, he, he, uh, how much time he puts into, you know, his craft. Mm-hmm. And, uh, obviously it's disappointing not having Joe in the locker room. That's a huge, uh, loss to our team. And I guess the one way that we, you know, just stay focused is not listen to the outside noise, you know? Mm-hmm. And, uh, when you're going through losses, that's the most important thing to do. Just keep it in the family, keep it in the locker room. So that's the mindset, uh, we had when we lost Joe. Mm-hmm. All you have is each other. But yeah, definitely on the outside looking in, the Bengals definitely have like completely changed the culture in Cincinnati. Um, I don't know. Would you say that has to do with Zach Taylor or just the overall team, Joe Burrow? What would you say, you know, would be the main reason for the culture change in Cincinnati? Absolutely. Uh, Zach has a huge part. I mean, for him to even uh, be in this situation at a young age, I guess, because mm-hmm. uh, Zach is one of the younger coaches in the league, which is, <laughs> I got a story about that. Uh, but uh, <laughs> so uh, when I got, when I first got here, obviously I, I know who Zach is, but you know, faces, faces. <laughs> I, I have a hard time remembering faces. I'm talking to the head coach, like, <laughs> like he's one of the guys. I'm thinking he's one of the players. <laughs> so, um, so uh, it was, it was not nah, Zach. Zach is a good, good, good person. Uh, a lot of energy, a lot of good energy, great mm-hmm. coach to be around. And uh, like I said, him being young just makes it even better because he's around 
we're around somebody like close to our age that understands the game, yeah. play the game mm-hmm. at a high level. So it's a great feeling being around somebody uh, of Zach's caliber. Yeah, so definitely easy to relate to someone like that. Um, what is this? His second year? I know last year second they were. Year, yep. They were people were kind of on the fence about him, but I think this year he's really established himself as like an up and coming coach in the league. And I love what he's doing. I love what he's doing too. So hopefully we can just keep it going. I know we're going through struggles, but them them tough times don't last long. So Mm -hmm. hopefully we can just slip it around. For sure. Definitely a light at the end of the tunnel. For sure. Yep. So what is um like what's the playbook like? Like how is diving into that and getting mm-hmm. digesting it, I guess. Um if if you're if you're a person that loves football, because uh our schedules, I mean with with college football, you have classes, you know, you have all these different things going on. But now when you make it to the league, I mean your number one focus is your playbook. So it's right. like what are you doing with the, you know, the time away from practice? Like what are, how are you becoming the best version? Uh, of yourself and um I'm a I'm a football head like I love football so I'm obviously watching film uh writing down notes and just you know trying to soak the game in as far as as long as I can because uh as you guys know NFL not for long uh average <laughs> career is like two and a half years and I'm going on I'm going on my first year which is crazy and mm-hmm. I haven't even stepped on the field you know NFL game yet you know just been a practice squad player so uh, you just got to be prepared, which, uh, you know, that's why I'm looking forward to uh, when my number's called. I think I just about that's to say, really – Yeah, you're never going to know when your number's going to be called. In the NFL, you have to be ready to seize that opportunity for sure. Yeah, and I think it's really awesome that you're, you know, coming in that self-aware and acknowledging that because a lot of young players tend to, you know, get into their mid to late 20s, early 30s before they kind of start realizing that you won't be around that long. And I'm not talking about mm-hmm. the average player, you know, but, like, you're – seem to got a good head on your shoulders and just put your head down at work. And that's, that's all you can really do. Try to get better every day. Like I told you, I jumped off the porch early. So like maturing for me was just, it was easy, man. It was easy. Yeah. Once you get to this, this and then my mindset, my mindset is different. Um, you know, just as I've grown over the years, you know, 10 Ohio state, and 10 in Maryland and just going through all these trials and tribulations, you you know, the one most important thing for all of us in this situation is just growth and uh, to work on our mental. And that's all mm-hmm. I've been doing, just, you know, strengthening my mental. Constantly challenging yourself. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So I have to I have to ask, um, what did you spend your uh, first paycheck on? <laughs> <laughs> I love honestly, I love food. I love food so much and you would think i would be buying designers from cars or uh, i don't even know what spending it on women or so, i don't know <laughs> but um i love food i love food so much and uh i i personally don't cook often so whenever i can eat a five course like five star meal or something i'm spending my money on food i'm spending mm-hmm. my money on food and, it, and it's sad but how much money i spend on food but I love food so much. <laughs> hey, man, everyone's got their vices, right? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <laughs> That's awesome. Um, so I got one question for you. You played with Chase Young and Nick Bosa, right? Who would you say is better? Obviously, they're both incredibly talented. Um, if you had to pick one. I think, like you said, they're, they're both incredibly uh, talented. And they both have these skill sets where it's like, oh, this guy does this good. And then this guy does this good. And, and then, like, it's like 
they're competing against each other, but they're really not because we're comparing them. So mm-hmm. it's so hard to compare two great players, but um, obviously playing against Chase and playing with him and then seeing Nick at Ohio State and then seeing him come back for, like, injuries. I don't know, man. We're just going to have to leave that one up to the fans. Yeah. It's, it's, it's hard. You it's know, hard. we'll get a poll going for that one and we'll see we what gotta, people we gotta decide. Get a yeah, we got yeah, we'll get, get one going. <laughs> <laughs> those are my guys, though, man. Those are my guys. Sure. I mean, shit, having – just those two guys alone in practice, along with everybody else, Joe Burrow or whatever, like Jeff Okuda, could not imagine I mean, the competition in practice. Andre Jones, I mean, Andre awesome. Jones, yeah. KJ Hill, don't forget about oh. KJ. Jake McLaurin, Terry, Terry, Terry McLaurin. Dude, I, I have to Tam- ask. Hold on, <laughs> I have to ask. Since I'm a huge, you know, I mean, we're huge Washington football fans here. Yeah, yeah. What yo. was Terry like in the Washington? What's what makes Terry so much different than everybody else? I think, like you say, he just he put his head down, and just worked. Like he didn't draw any attention to himself. Mm-hmm. And I'm the I'm I'm a type of guy that's like that too. Like I just put mm-hmm. my head down, and just grind. Like I don't want any other extra attention. I don't need any accolades. I don't need you know what I'm saying. Like mm-hmm. nobody really. I mean, obviously Terry was drafting and stuff, but at the same time, he's just been grinding, 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 and this undercover like talent. He was it, he always had it. But now he's getting a recognition for it. Mm-hmm. And it's like, that's what it's all about. You know, just mm-hmm. keep your head down and grind it and letting others speak for it. Mm-hmm. And instead of, you know, you broadcast, which you should right. have all the right as an individual to feel, you know, your success and, and broadcast right, it to right. others. When others can do that for you, that's an even better feeling. I know he's uh, soaking in that right now, but I know he's also like, I got more work to, uh, mm-hmm. to do. So, yeah, Terry's I mean, a crazy talent. No doubt. I mean, I keep hearing a recurring pattern of just all the successful players have a tendency to put their head down, grind, not worry about all the noise. And, you know, half the league being undrafted, that's the mindset of the people that do end up making it, you know? So that's something to consider. And I think you got the right mindset for sure. <laughs> <laughs> I like, and like, and like, I want, I want, I want kids, I want younger kids. Um, Cause I know, you know, the next generation is listening and, you know, for future NFL, you know, players are listening. I want them to understand, like, nothing comes easy. Um, you're going to have to put your head down and grind. And don't worry about the, you know, the five stars. Don't worry about the, the accolades because all that's going to come at a certain point. You never know when, but it's always bigger than football, too. Football mm-hmm. is not the only way out. I thought football was the only way out, which I still do because I'm, I'm, uh, this is my profession. This is what I do. So, um. This is how I got here by being this dedicated and uh, motivated. But um, just don't like I said, it's bigger than football. It's about life in general as a, and bettering yourself as a person. So uh, if you can if you can do good off the field, I feel like success will come even more. You know, on the field. That's just in my in my opinion. Mm-hmm. Well said. Well said. Indeed. Indeed. Better. Yeah. It's really great that the um, NFL does the Walter Payton Year of the Award um, or Man award whatever that end of the year uh, award yeah 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 yeah, that's what it is um it is really great to see you know the nfl as a whole giving back and just players you know being selfless with you know whatever they have and just giving back to communities that you know help them and support them along the way and um i think that speaks you know volume to just you know you know football as a whole and it's just it's bigger than football so keandre one last question for you um do they have you playing outside linebacker on the Bengals right now? Like, uh, where do you, where do they have you playing it 
Um, yeah, uh, so I play, I play uh, inside Dom, Dom position, um, mm-hmm. Will, weak side linebacker. Um, yeah, that's my that's my current position right now. So you're kind of like a hybrid, like... Kind of like a hybrid, man. Kind of like a hybrid. I'm anxious to see uh, how I'll be used, you know. Yeah. So, uh, you know, like mm-hmm. I said, I'll be ready, though. I'll be ready when my yeah. number's called. And no doubt. I'm, I'm ready. I'm ready to get my feet wet. Yeah, well, I have to say the way the the way the league is moving, just being so pass heavy, fast linebackers are in. So mm-hmm. um, the running backs is li- lining up like receivers now. So <laughs> yeah, for sure. You got you got you to gotta, you got to be ready. You got to be ready to cover and stuff. So. Yeah, obviously you're willing to do whatever your team needs, you know, to be successful. But if it was up to you, what do you think is your more natural position? I know you said it's kind of a, a lot of anxiety and being a hybrid because you don't really know which way you actually are. Mm-hmm. What do you think is your more natural position? Honestly, I, I, I like I like being like that. I like being a hybrid guy because um, mm-hmm. they they can use you in so many different packages and stuff. Um, so, like I said, playing a hybrid position, uh, being able to play on you know first, second, and third, well, just all three down, three down linebackers. There's more opportunities uh, on the field. Yeah, just more opportunities instead of just being you know one dimensional mm-hmm. and just playing on third down. Right. So for sure. if I can do it all, put me out there. Well, I know I can do it all. Just gotta gotta give me the chance. So Versatility you hear that, Zach Taylor? Definitely key. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> Absolutely. Maybe we should give him a call. I'm just kidding. Yeah, we'll, we'll text Zach Taylor. We'll let him know. Y'all, y'all put y'all put in a good word, man. Y'all put uh, we in a good will. word. <laughs> um, I'll um whenever you want to come back on, you just let me know, man. That you did a great job. So, that so was awesome. hopefully, like I hopefully um you know, once, you know, this COVID gets rid and we have a mm-hmm. real preseason and just things for me personally in my football, because obviously mm-hmm. I'm not satisfied. Mm-hmm. Uh, nobody just wants to be a you know practice squad. So right. <laughs> my right, goals right. are higher than that. And uh, I re- honestly believe 2021 is uh, going to be a big year. So you, you guys stay tuned. <laughs> Speaking to an existence, Keandre, the <laughs> way that you're to. working, you're, I got you know, to, your man. work ethic, we, 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 Brent pointed out, is a common theme in players who are successful. It's just you don't need any of the accolades or any of that. You will show up every day at work and do what's best for the team. And that's what NFL players are supposed to, you know what I mean? I hope they see, I hope they seen it, you know, Dude, like, and like I said, bro, whether football, or no football, I'm a hustler. I'm a grinder. Mm-hmm. Uh, I'm, I'm big on mental wellness. I'm big yep. on coaching. I'm big on uh, trying to get my foot into like the uh, athletic department far as like uh, the front office. So mm-hmm. director of player personnel or something. So hopefully you do. This- you are a very personal person. You do a fantastic job with. I'm players. trying. I'm, look, I'm, this offseason, I'm gonna try to get an internship. Obviously online, we're gonna have to do virtual things. But uh, just get those connections. Yeah, they have NFL has so much with the NFL PA that oh, players yeah. don't yeah. use. Um, because you know they think NFL is gonna be here forever. <laughs> no. I'm That's about to fucking take smart. Of Holy shit. Dude, you think <laughs> big picture, man. You got the self-awareness that most players don't have. I'm telling you. I'm, and I'm just trying to pass along and give the game to the younger generation yeah, yeah. because they don't see yeah. that guy. A lot of guys don't talk about that, and they're not uh, as real. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. A lot of coaches yeah. aren't as, as real and upfront about what this lifestyle is. Like, I, I was cut from Chicago. I right. didn't know if I was going to play another down, right. but I didn't, I, I didn't have time to dwell you didn't have, yeah. on – it's what's next. Chicago. Cincinnati, Cincinnati called me two days yeah, later. Really? I had to drive from Chicago. Yeah. I had to fly from Chicago to Cincinnati. Um, and uh, you know, work out for them. So I mean, the Matt Nagy don't know what's going on there anyway. So <laughs> <laughs> <Let's> be honest. 
Look, Matt Nagy, get coach, man. Keandre didn't say that. Keandre didn't say that. I will ask, though, uh, was it cool, yeah. like, going into your first camp, or I guess, what, a preseason, I guess, with, like, uh, yeah, Sam Mustafer being on the Bears? Yeah. Oh, yeah. yeah. Sam actually, uh, he got he got activated, actually. Um, yeah, he's starting. He's starting. Yeah, he's starting. He's starting. Yes, he yeah. is. So, Dude. damn, I left out Sam. Damn. I feel so bad. I left out Sam. <laughs> Hey, we I did leave out Sam a couple times, but Damn. it's fine. Hey, them offensive linemen always get left out. You know how it is. Y'all know how he doesn't is. need the glory, but he's starting. He's putting playing great. Um, and that's one yeah. of those guys put his head down and just Dude, like you don't hear much. You don't hear like that's all I want to be. I don't care for the fame. I don't mm-hmm. care like just want to take care of my people, man. That's yeah, what I want to do. Well, I just—I well, anyway, yeah. wasn't blowing smoke up your ass. I actually remember watching you in 2014. Like I went to go see Zach, but just like watching the field, like you were. Just, oh, you just, you was at that game. I was actually yeah. at that game. I was at that game, man. Like I almost I almost said that far away the best player on the field. I don't know. God, number eleven damn. is pretty good. <laughs> you smacking. Do not forget about Zach. Like people don't understand Zach. You come, come down here. And oh, dude. Smack Yo, the shit out of I don't know about you, but <laughs> we were ten and two. We should have won. We were ten and two his last year. Yeah, we should have. I gave well, up that, that touchdown. That's the math the team. I gave up. I blame it on me because I gave up that touchdown. I was a junior. This little, this little dude, Anthony McFarlane was. A oh, it was the wheel route. It was the wheel oh, route. They, oh, and it was Roger, the wheel route. Roger was. Roger Yo, was right. Roger was double on I don't know what Roger was doing, but he was taking a post route because Roger never knew. Telling him he started. Um, well, Brent, I think I am um, all good on questions. Uh, do you have any more? Shit, man. I ran down all the whole list, I man. I, <laughs> I've gotten to know everything I needed to. Keandre, like, we appreciate you having um, taking time to be on the show. Um, we loved it. Uh, is there anything you want to say? Um, I appreciate you guys taking time out your day, too. And uh, thank you for the opportunity, as always. I know it's been a rough 2020. But uh, I like I like doing things like this. I think you guys are on the right path. I wish you guys much success. And um, like I said, thank you again. Thanks, Keandre, man. Uh, we'd love to have you on the show again anytime you want. And we wish you. Hey, luck. hopefully I'm an NFL starter by that time. Hey, so. man. Hey, man. <laughs> that that'll be your first celebration. That'll be the yeah, that'll be first. Let's begin uh, to existence. Let's begin yeah, to existence. Let's do it. No, we, <laughs> exactly. we know you're headed there. Yes, sir. There's uh, Keandre, we appreciate it so much once again. Um, you know, find this anywhere on Anchor, Apple, Podcast, Spotify. Tell it to all your friends, whoever needs to know. Um, we're just really appreciative, and it was a great time. And good luck to you in the future, man. Uh, good luck to the Bengals, too, and we hope Joe Burrow gets better. Thank you, guys. <clears throat> Take it easy, man. Take it easy, man. I appreciate it. Thank you.